1: With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with easy-peasy loan approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J, Take it away, boys. (laughs) Well, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on Thursday, third day of November 2022. My name, well, of course, that's Nick, everybody.
0: Come of course, on, everybody.
1: For crying out loud. And then right over there is Big J. Hey, Big J. Hey. Come on now. Hey, hey. Le-
0: <laughs> what is that? I don't know, man. I was almost uh, almost as late for work. What happened? Well, so uh, the wife is out of town for work. Oh, that's right, so, that's right. So uh, I left my own devices, and I went to set my alarm last night, and so, you know, I've got a couple different buttons, like, I don't know, one of them, I don't even know what it does, and I hit it, thinking that it was still setting my alarm, and it, and it didn't, and I'm like, oh, hey, I need to, but it, before I can actually hit the right button, I've got to wait for that to clear, mm-hmm. and I got distracted and forgot to do it, and so this morning, oh boy, I was waking up, I'm like, man, it feels so great, <laughs> boy. And look over, I'm like, oh my God, it's it's so late. <laughs> I didn't set my alarm. What the hell?
1: Uh, fair enough. But you made it. You're
0: here. Everybody's happy. I don't remember the last time I've been late to work. I. It's been a long, long time. <laughs> I'll put it that way. I mean, a very long. And time. it's only been a couple times, aside from being na- sick or not even really. To work.
1: I can I can remember a time. Yeah. And and that's it. And so yes, to your credit. You uh, are never late for work, which is good. Even when... So your alarm wasn't set at all, period, at the end? No. Oh, well, look at you, man. Congratulations. I mean, there is something about our bodies waking up, even if we are late. Like, it's not like, you know, we slept until 8. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's something about our internal clocks that go, hey, something isn't right here, and eventually wakes you up. Now, it could be a photo finish or worse, but certainly... It's one of those deals where it's not like you're going to wake up at, like, 9 o'clock and go, well, I missed the show. What are you going to do?
0: <laughs> yeah. Boy, what man. Are you gonna what a do? life that would be, though. Let me tell you.
1: <laughs> I, I often wonder, like, I mean, you know, you talk to somebody that works at 9 to 5, and I'm like, God, I mean, can you imagine not having to get up until, like, 7.30? Ugh.
0: Wouldn't that be just Well, glorious? the weekend's, like, uh, I, I, you know, I mean, it's 8.30. Pretty much, but I wake up four or five times in yes. between no. that because You're my body's right. like, "Hey, you should be awake doing yeah. stuff, dude." Yeah, the exact same thing. Like, like the,
1: my my eyeballs are open at like four fifteen at the latest on the weekend, and and every once in a while it doesn't happen all the time, but like I, I vividly remember like two weeks ago waking up in a panic oh yeah
0: that happens. It, it's like time. oh
1: my god oh my god i'm so late and like it's like it's like 5 15 or something and i literally will get out of bed and i'm like hang on dude hang on Whoa. it's saturday there's a reason why your alarm didn't go off you're okay and uh and then you just you know sit on the corner of your bed and start crying and you don't know why why you shouldn't cry but then it's gotta all come out somehow Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, we are going to have a chance for you to go to Machine Head. That's a big show that's happening at the Rev Center. That show is coming up on Thursday of next week, one week from today. An evening with Machine Head. We're excited for that. Another $1,000 on the docket today with Inflation Retaliation. That first code word happening a little bit after 9 o'clock, so we are excited for that. Let's not forget, we also have a Nerdler courtesy of Big J, and we play music on this show. Let's get things started this morning with The Offspring. It's the morning after on The X.
0: News feed. On the morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: Talked about this off the air yesterday, Big J, and now we're talking about it on the air. But Ann Morrison, Julia Davis, and Cecil Andrews Park are going to have free public Wi-Fi as early as the fall of next year, according to the Parks and Recreation Department of the City of Boise, Idaho. The city's got a budget of about $2.3 million, so they're going to cover about $300,000, and then the American Rescue Act funds are going to cover the rest. The city's IT department attributes the high rate to the sheer size and scale of the parks because Ann Morrison and Julie Davis Park are pretty big, you know, and you're going to need a lot of Wi-Fi and a lot of, you know, coverage in those particular areas, so they're doing it. The Wi-Fi will be available for anybody who wants to use it. However, it will serve as a utility to the city and for the large events that are hosted at these parks, you know, like Art in the Park and that kind of stuff. Yeah. That happens down there, and you usually go in and you're basically on 5G, but now you could hook up to their Wi-Fi. And so they got to figure things out. Now, in, in other you know, kind of major events, or if they want to pay extra for it, IT has been tasked to set up temporary internet infrastructure for those events that call for that service, specifically for, like, people that want to, you know, use... Like, Art in the Park has had Wi-Fi before for vendors and stuff. Sure. so They can use their Square machines and that kind of stuff. But that always costs a little bit extra, and now this is an opportunity for it to be set up permanently. The free Wi-Fi will also provide the city with an opportunity to uh, interact with park visitors in that particular way as well. And so the city thinks it's a good investment for that to happen. But you and I both know, Big J, that just means people are going to be watching porn in the park. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I I guess, you know, when when we talked about this yesterday, we kind of joked around and we were like, well, listen, don't you go to the park to get away from all that stuff? And I suppose that's true. But I wasn't thinking about all the events that go down in those parks that are there on a fairly regular basis and having internet for those probably would come in handy.
0: Well, sure. And I'm I'm guessing there's probably like, um, you know, additional apps for games and things like that, that that people play uh, the Frisbee golf. How are you supposed to contract your score? You write it down on a piece of paper, usually like golf, you know. But, you know, I'm sure there's an app that helps you do
1: that, like golf. (laughs) Sure, sure. Uh, I understand what you're saying. Yes, it could be, it could very well be a tool that is utilized for those particular things as well, so nothing like on the agenda for this year. But by uh, this time next year, Wi-Fi going to be available for you. Big J, are you watching any at
0: all of the World Series? No, haven't haven't watched a, a, an, any of it yet. Uh, Well, uh, it's been pretty interesting. How do you know when that's going to be? I don't know.
1: Uh, Because it's been back and forth and a lot of blowouts kind of going in. And it was another one last night coming off a 7-0 Phillies win. The Houston Astros went into the Philly Stadium and beat them 5-0 last night in Game 4 of the World Series. Now, it's not enough that they beat them 5-0, but... The Astros pitchers also pulled off a no-hitter last night, only the second ever in World Series history. Uh, It was a combined no-hitter. Four pitchers pitched for the Astros last night. Christian Javier started out the game, ended up getting the victory, but uh, Brian Abreu, Rafael Montero, and Ryan Presley finished it all up, and so the Phillies were in shutout and no-hit last night in their own stadium, and it's game five tomorrow in Philly. Astros are there, and they have the hot hand, and now the series is tied two games apiece, but listen, man, Uh, World Series history last night. First ever combined no-hitter in the World Series and also the second ever World Series no-hitter period at the end and to be able to shut them down after being so hot exactly one night before is pretty incredible. When there were rumors that the Astros pitchers were tipping their pitches and all that kind of stuff. So who knows what's going on or who's going to win it but it was crazy. It's, It's just swinging one way or the other, one way or the other every single game and game five is tomorrow in philadelphia if you are a ryan reynolds fan or a will ferrell fan then you want to check out apple tv's new trailer for spirited on wednesday it's a new reimagining of a christmas carol uh kind of like scrooged if you will uh more of a comedy angle of things kind of set in modern times uh will ferrell will be the ghost of christmas present and of course Ryan Reynolds is Clint Briggs and uh, that's like the modern day Ebenezer Scrooge, if you will, as Ryan Reynolds is kind of a jerk that's looking to change things for the better. And eventually, Big J, I'm just guessing, but at the end of the movie, I'm probably thinking he turns around and does learn his
0: lesson. I hate hate to ruin it for you. Generally, that's how that
1: movie ends. But I'm guessing that's how it's gonna go, but it will be only available on Apple TV, Big J. What do you do? You love Will Ferrell, you love Ryan Reynolds. Do you just skip this? I mean, come on. It's got to be somewhere else. No, it's an Apple TV original film. Hmm. That's where they're going to put it. guess I don't get to see it. Wow. You're just going to straight up not watch it. Well, listen, uh, you've done that with plenty of the Ryan Reynolds things. I guess I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. This one not involving soccer, so I thought you'd be somewhat interested. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. <laughs> It's Bush More Than Machines here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. A brief follow-up. We talked yesterday about how people that work in the office are very jealous and angry at their coworkers. They get a chance to
0: scumbags work remotely
1: or work uh, hybrid-wise, so they can do a little bit of in the office, a little bit of out of the office. And now we're starting to find out why. Big J, there's a brand new survey that say that 50% of people that work from home have admitted that they may take a little time exploring their own bodies while on the clock. You understand what I'm saying, Big J? Jesus. Now, 40% of those people responded say they're doing it a little bit more frequently since they started working from home. And then 20% admitted they don't even stop working while they're doing it to enjoy some me time, if you will. Now, that is multitasking, Big J, and maybe that's why the people that are stuck in the office are really upset at the people that are working from home. They get to take themselves to Pleasure Town anytime they want to, and uh, the rest of us are stuck in this workplace, just kind of doing what we're supposed to do. Now, I'm not sure if that should be a perk. How much the time, time
0: are they spending that doing that?
1: Does I not mean- say. I think they just wanted people to admit that it happens, and half of the people that work remotely are more than happy to say, "Yeah, sure, of course I do. What am I not going to do that? <laughs> get out of here."
0: I guess. And that
1: seems crazy to me. But, hey, all right, man. I mean, I guess if you're by yourself and you're in your home, I mean, what's going to stop you, right? Yeah. And then and then I was like, well, I guess that's the reason why, you know, they had that software to make sure that you're working when you're working from home. Because if not, half of us would take the rest yeah. of the day off just kind of going to town on ourselves.
0: Yeah, anti-you-know-what Anti, anti you know what material. Right there. Anti-you-know-what Well, material. I don't know if I can say the word. You'd think I would know, but masturbation. Yeah, you can say that. It's okay. It Anti-masturbation like it's- device. That's what it was called. Yeah,
1: essentially, they want to make sure you're you're keeping your hands to yourself or to your workplace if you're it's not. It's like a work chastity belt. <laughs> yeah. They might need that. Uh, perhaps we're only mere months away.
0: From that, and, and only will it unlock during 15 minute breaks in uh, your lunchtime. And if
1: you're anything like me, uh, now when you know somebody that works from home, you'll raise your eyebrow a little bit when you see them. Oh, you get to work remotely, huh? Yeah, I know what you're doing half the time. Nice, must be nice. Enjoy your job. Morning after with Hope Nick, your Wi Fi is good, and Big J coming up in a few short minutes. Big J is going to give us a nerd alert that is next on the X Rocks. <coughs>
2: Best in tech and gaming, Big J's Nerd Alert. On 100.3, The X rocks.
0: Well, Sony has finally revealed when its next-gen virtual reality headset will arrive, and how much it's gonna cost. Now, the price is far higher than many people will have been expecting. PlayStation's VR 2 will be available on February 22nd, 2023, and it will cost an astonishing $550. Now that's more than the price of a PlayStation 5, the base hardware you'll need to use that headset, even after Sony jacked up the cost of the console in many countries. Now, folks in Europe will pay uh, about 600 pounds for a PS, VR2 and those in the UK will need to shell out uh, a, uh, a little bit less but uh, that's crazy amount of money now PS VR2 comes with sense controllers a stereo headphones a bundle with horizon call the mountain will run you 600 bucks meanwhile a charging station for the controllers will cost an additional $50 so for those with deeper enough pockets pre-orders will be available here on the 15th of November on the outset folks in the US UK France Germany and Belgium and the Netherlands uh, will be able to pre-order from playstation directly um there's only a handful of uh titles again that are going to be available for this like 11 titles nick because the previous ones won't work with this so man that's a lot of money for just a small amount of people to get into something now
1: listen i i don't understand the vr uh side of things it's not really in my wheelhouse i don't have much interest in it uh but i will say this the marbles on sony to go ahead and roll out another kind of system Hardware. when people are having yeah. so much difficulty getting a hold of the one that they want to, which is the PS5, is bananas Well, you can't
0: me. play this without the PS5, <sighs> so you have even to... Even dumber, even dumber. Yeah, yeah, you didn't hear a word I said when well, I talked you no,
1: wait I, Well, I didn't know, you, well, you said it was a new con. I didn't know it was attached, it had, you had to have a no, PS5 yeah. to make it work, I don't know how yeah. these
0: things work. Yeah, you have to, it's the base hardware. The PlayStation 5 is the base oh, that, hardware. Well, so, I heard
1: you say that. I didn't understand uh, what that
0: uh, meant. That means you have to have the PlayStation 5. So, uh, good luck. I mean, I don't know how readily available the uh, PSVR 2 is going to be, but yeah, I mean, you got to get that 5 first. <laughs> so, that's a little crazy. All right. Uh, fresh off of FIFA's 23s all-out crossover with Ted Lasso, and uh, that series' is, uh, fan-favorite characters, EA Sports and NHL 23 will be celebrating the 30th year old anniversary of the mighty ducks nick with several items in the pro hockey sims ultimate team and world uh, shell mode so call the fly together update fans will find sweaters and skates for both the mighty ducks and their in-movie rivals the hawks remember them nick no in both world of shell and hockey ultimate team yeah me either the cosmetic items are free and available beginning tuesday until uh, january 2nd of 2023 now that will be supplemented by an icon choice pack um, uh, but unfortunately, there will be no um, uh, Emilio Estevez's character or any of those things like uh, they got with Ted Lasso. Well, Emilio's
1: not even on the show anymore, number right. one. But also, but like,
0: it's the anniversary of the movie. Right. So.
1: They should also do a Letterkenny thing, by the way. I mean, that's a show that mentions NHL 20-whatever all the time. And, uh, and it's fairly popular, it's big on Hulu, it's been around forever they should put together a, a Letter version of it. Well
0: this. I think what they're gonna find is like those kind of crossover things are kind of a big deal and they're a lot of fun and it, they gets, are. it gets fans of both of those sort of things because I generally am thinking if you're a fan of FIFA soccer you're probably a Ted Lasso fan.
1: Well listen here. truth be told, they, FIFA was free on Sony like a couple months ago I just downloaded it because I tend to do that and uh, I've been playing it with the Wrexham stuff that I've been I watched the yeah. Wrexham show yeah. And they, they made Wrexham like uh, an actual team That you could download right. and add into the thing And I'm totally playing with the only Soccer players that I know The guys from Welcome to Wrexham on FX And it's fun and it's cool And it's interesting and I enjoy it
0: Nick, soccer fan, didn't know that was coming I didn't either <clears throat> uh, Alright, now let's on to uh, Call of Duty news here uh, Modern Warfare 2's first sales figures Are rolling in, Nick, and the early numbers Are astonishing, in fact Publisher Activision Blizzard reports that Modern Warfare 2 is the fastest selling call of duty game ever i think that's the same with every new game that comes out probably but the game has also reportedly earned over 800 million dollars in retail sales alone during the first three days of availability take that in uh to your brain for a second the only other game that can beat that three-day sales figure is gta 5 uh which earned an astonishing billion dollars during that same time frame that's a lot of money and of course they uh, spent a lot of money to develop these but uh that's crazy and as if it wasn't impressive enough Sony has confirmed that Modern Warfare 2 was the biggest PlayStation store launch ever. All signs suggest that Modern Warfare 2 was just as su- successful on PC and Xbox, but when you consider all the kind of the games of uh, Modern Warfare 2 be, uh, be to earn that particular PlayStation honor, it really puts it into perspective what a blockbuster it really is. And, uh, you know, I mean, you're going to see the, the professional gamers out there and the streamers all talk about how they don't like the game. It's garbage. It's a fun game. The campaign is fun. The multiplayer is fun. There's a few hiccups here and there, but I uh, I've been, really enjoyed myself so far playing the game. So well worth uh, the dough and and uh, just uh you know, we've got uh, November 16th is when you're going to get uh the first season pass to come out and also that's when Warzone 2 will be coming out. So you got a month to really have some fun with this before it gets really crazy. Uh but there you go. There's your Nerd Nerd Alert, alert. courtesy of Radio's Big J. It's The Morning After with
1: Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, your important stuff, and we're going to go to hell.
2: (coughs) On The Morning After with Nick and Big J.
1: It is that time again. I know when we talked about when it happened last time, we thought maybe this is it. But no, no, this could be it. This Sunday... You have to turn your clocks back an hour. It is fallback time it's daylight savings time, kids. Oh, man. To be precise, the change comes at two o'clock in the morning. Now, we've been doing this since 1918. So at this point, you probably should be used to it. But this is the time to make better case of natural sunlight. And if you remember, the US Senate actually passed a bill earlier this year, making daylight savings permanent, meaning no more messing around with the clocks. But that bill hasn't gone through the house. But if you remember when they passed it yet, it was one of those deals where the, everybody was like, hey, 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 you passed it during the wrong time. Wait until we actually throw the clocks back and we're on what time it's supposed to be, and that's when we should kind of keep it permanent. So maybe, just maybe, I don't want to say any, because we're relying on the government here, which is absolutely ridiculous. Or the liars!
0: and they're not really intending to do anything about it.
1: Well, the house has to sit to to actually hear the bill first. It hasn't it's gone through Senate, it hasn't gone through the house, but I think they were waiting for this to happen before they did it because all of the experts and everybody said, "Hey, we should do it once we actually turn the clocks back. That's when we should actually keep it permanent." And so maybe that's what's going to happen because they want it to be I guess lighter earlier it makes more sense and you know what it's one of the big reasons why they do this is because they were worried about kids going to school and yesterday we had an awful accident here in the Treasure Valley because it's still dark at 7.45 in the morning and kids are out there running around and an awful thing happened in Meridian and right by my house and it broke my heart and it made me think about this particular story even before I realized it was Daylight Savings Time again coming up on Sunday and so it, it, it maybe just maybe this is a way to change it up so that, you know, no, granted it's an accident and things happen, but like it's a lot easier and safer for our kids to go out and walk into the bus stop when it's actually light outside. So, reminder... Overnight on Saturday into Sunday morning, turn your clocks backward an hour. We fall back, so we repeat an hour, which means this is the time of the year where you get the extra hour of sleep, which is supposed to be a good thing, but yet somehow it still makes you throw things off internally. Yes, Big J? Yeah, exactly. doesn't matter what happens when you turn the clock, Big J malfunctions. Something inside of him breaks, and he can't figure it out. Federal prosecutors are investigating allegations of financial improprieties by the Washington Commanders, according to ESPN. This report came out about two hours after the report surfaced that the uh, the Snyders have hired a bank to start looking for potential transactions in selling the team, which made every Washington Commanders team uh, fan go crazy because they hate Dan Snyder as he's the worst owner in the league. No doubt about it. It turns out he's also a pretty terrible human being and has been for a while. And now there are, could be some charges attached to that. And maybe just maybe this could be the end of Dan Snyder as an NFL owner. Uh, or at the very least, he could end up in jail. One of the two. We'll see. But specific allegations of withholding ticket revenue from visiting teams, which you are supposed to share. Uh, keeping refundable deposits from season ticket holders when they ask for refunds, they don't issue them, and also lying to the NFL about how much revenue the club is making year in and year out because that has to do with revenue sharing as well. So, turns out they're just thieves. basically boils down to it now these are all allegations of course allegedly should be slapped in front of this nothing has been proven yet but enough to get into an investigation into these things and none of this stuff is is new news we all heard these yeah. things before
0: i mean also it is a team in washington dc why shouldn't it be this way? Yeah, it should be full of thieves.
1: Uh, but listen, uh, the the league would be better if Dan Snyder wasn't involved in it oh, yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Although, <laughs> listen, I don't know who would come around. But this is this is my least favorite about part about this kind of stuff is when it's proven that these owners do something you know with malicious intent to make themselves richer than they already are and they're caught doing it and then their punishment basically is we make them richer do you understand what i'm saying like the punishment for this is you're going to be a billionaire again because you're going to get at least a billion dollars for this team guaranteed. more than that right exactly so we're basically your punishment is you are now ridiculously wealthy yeah and you never have to worry about anything again not that you did before but it's such a weird-ass punishment to go, guess what? We're making you become crazy rich. Do it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Jeez, twist my arm. (laughs) You got it if you are excited for avatar the way of the water boy howdy yesterday was a nice day for you according to variety the sequel which takes place more than a decade after the original film is coming out on december 16th and a new trailer was released yesterday for you to enjoy the new avatar sequel does it make you any more interested in it big J?
0: don't know i haven't watched it yet
1: uh well your your reception for any of this stuff is usually lukewarm at best Uh, It would probably have to be a pretty amazing trailer for you to be involved in it. Did
0: you see the first trailer? You had to, right? Yeah, it was in front of a
1: movie. Right. Uh, Did it interest you at all? No. The second one, Monk, that night. That's basically more of the same. Now, listen, I'm not denying the fact that it's a beautiful looking movie and the CGI is incredible as it was in the first one, but it's more along the lines of, I'm not sure I want to revisit these characters again. I'm good. I'm good. But a lot of people do. They still think it's going to be a pretty big hit. I am caught. I mean, I imagine it's going to have a pretty good opening weekend. I just don't think it's going to be that gigantic, huge temple they think it is.
0: I'm such a jerk. I feel like I, do, I, I demand an essay from every person who likes this movie as to why they do. Uh, they'll
1: be happy to give it to you. I I've know, gotten my... into several conversations about Avatar. So There's some people out there that are very passionate about it. And I'm like, listen, I've got some issues with the movie in general. Uh, but, I mean, listen, if you like it, you like it, man. I mean, what, 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 who am I to judge? There's lots of movies out there that people like that I'm not a big fan of. And uh, and so if they want to continue, the that have made a ridiculous amount of money at the movie theaters. So if they want to uh, pile on, and this thing is, I just don't think it's going to be as big of a hit as they think. Now, it may be profitable thanks to worldwide gross, but I think this might be one of those deals where it's not as big domestically as they think it might be. I could be wrong. I mean listen I it's probably not smart to bet against James Cameron so far he's done pretty good I guess is my point. That's true. Morning After with Nick and Big J there's your first uh, round of important stuff for this particular hour.
2: Oh man we're going to hell.
1: What the hell is this?
2: The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 the X Rocks.
1: I'm not what you would call mechanically inclined, Big J. I don't know a lot about vehicular modes of transport.
0: I mean, almost nothing.
1: Yes, you absolutely correct. But I also know enough to admit that. Uh, but I do know that it is not smart to drive your vehicle if it is missing a tire. That is not a good move. Yeah. Even less so if it's missing two tires. But that is where the start of our we're going to hell story is in Florida as around four o'clock in the morning on Tuesday of this week, Florida Highway Patrol officers around Miami had to pull over a gentleman that was driving down the freeway with just two wheels functioning on his vehicle. Never good, right? Yeah. So when the deputy pulls him over and he does pull over, asked about the damage to the vehicle and why he was driving with two tires, the driver stated that somebody had put a curse on him and that he needed to escape from that person that put that curse on him so uh, in order to avoid any kind of issues he needed to get the hell out of Dodge and he didn't didn't matter what kind of condition his vehicle was in you understand sound scared. He called it a do or die choice and the driver Fight or flight. Th- thought he only had two options it was either make it home or set his car on fire and sleep in the median on the freeway. Those were his two options he said to the officer and he's Strange. like well, I don't want to set my car on fire of course why would I so I'm going to try to drive home and the officer is like, "Okay, those are your two choices." And he's like, "Well, yeah, somebody could put a curse on me. It was paranormal activity—a spirit, a ghost—cursed me, and I needed to get home."
0: Now, sir, have you been drinking? For some reason,
1: the officer did not believe the Florida man's very reasonable explanation, and he thinks that maybe some other kind of spirits were involved, if you know what I mean. And so, they had the 29-year-old driver do some sobriety tests, and then things really went downhill for the dude who again just repeated he was trying to escape from an evil spirit but uh once he was asked to do a field sobriety test he started hocking loogies on deck communities uh running at them threatening to attack them
0: he's now been uh he's now
1: been possessed yes that's what's happened he started kicking them he tried to take one of the deputies tasers from his holster and then he told them quote if you mess with me right now let me tell you right now The spirit inside me is going to find a baseball bat and then we're going to start skinning you alive with the baseball bat. And I don't know that's how baseball bats work, but that's also probably not a threat. This guy's not dead? That you want to make. They didn't Uh, kill him? Well, the deputies did take issue with his uh, behavior. They did arrest him. Uh, He was charged with two counts of battery on a law enforcement officer, resisting an officer, attempted to deprive an officer of protection or communication, corrupt by threat of a public servant, and driving under the influence so that's a lot of charges he's going to be facing they should charge him with being possessed by captain morgan (laughs) i don't know what his drink of choice was and i don't know if it was just alcohol that he was uh kind of i guess engaging in that evening but there were bad decisions made all the way around by this guy from the word go and, uh, and and that doesn't even, you know, basically talk about the fact that there very well may have been an evil spirit that he was running from. I don't know how truthful he was. I do know he went around, uh, you know, kind of displaying that information and encouraging them to believe
0: him in the wrong way. It's a great defense. I guess you're setting it up for, you know, insanity.
1: Yeah, I suppose that could very or at least temporary insanity. Who knows what's going on? But I do know this. Not a good idea all the way around. Don't drive your vehicle on less than four tires. Certainly do not start fights with police officers when they pull you over. And don't threaten to skin anybody alive with a baseball bat because you wouldn't be able to back that up. Yeah, it's a weird baseball bat. That's not a feasible baseball bat threat. You cannot do that with a baseball bat. Or if you can, I don't want to know how. I'll tell you that right now. That yeah. seems like an adventure I do not want to go on. But then again, I remind you, Big J, where this all happened. Florida. Where anything is possible, even the stupidest of all things. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the (coughs) X-Rox. That is the White Stripes. That is Seven Nation Army here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And one thing that has happened around the entire country, maybe even the world, since the year 2020 is believe it or not we've all gotten a little bit cleaner clean we've had a massive uptake in people that wash their hands on the regular a massive uptick in people that use hand sanitizer on the regular and a massive uptake in the cleaning of the surfaces of our homes in the past two years which is good it's good But experts have revealed that once again, thanks to a uh, kind of study that they've done on several different objects in your home, there is one thing that people still fail to clean on a regular basis, and it's probably the grossest thing that you could possibly think of, of not cleaning. Now, it's no secret that washing your hands and sanitizing surfaces protects against germs, bacteria, viruses, all that kind of stuff. We've become hyper aware of that since the coronavirus back in early 2020, but uh, most of us, you know, we disinfect many of the things that we usually touch in and around our homes, our cars. I disinfect the studio every morning. I mean, it's just something that we do. However, the one thing that nobody still is cleaning, Big J, is the grossest thing in our homes. It's our smartphone. Hands down, grossest thing. It is 10 times truly dirtier than any toilet seat you'll sit down on. As uh, evidenced by this recent theory and study that the smartphone is easily the grossest thing that we have in our possession that needs to be cleaned the most. Uh, Basically because, you know, it's an item that gets touched by our dirty hands the most. It gets placed on the most surfaces in and around our environments that usually we aren't responsible for. And so it picks up the most gross stuff and people rarely, if ever desanitize their smartphone and so it's one of those deals where you're doing a pretty good job with the rest of the stuff but you need to clean your phone from time to time as well
0: yeah I'm surprised that um, and, and it's probably difficult because you know there's so many different uh, variations of phones and sizes out there but uh, you know a UV um, killer uh, kind of um, electronic thing that you could put your phone into to clean it on a nightly basis you know there are those things that do that. Yeah, there there are some, but they're not uh, regular enough that they would be commonplace. Is what I'm trying to say. That 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 should be part of, you know, uh, being able to buy an accessory for a phone is is something that will uh, you know clean your phone that way.
1: It's a it would be good. I would I would purchase it if they made it probably. Uh, how often do you clean your phone?
0: Uh, probably like once a week. Okay. All right. Uh, not enough. No. I'm guessing. No. No. I mean, but at the same time, I'm like, listen, this might be protecting me from other diseases. It,
1: that's what everybody who's gross says, and that's not necessarily true.
0: But uh, I will say that
1: uh, that you know, there's there's only a certain amount of stuff that you can do as well. I mean, you know, when you're when you're putting it down at work, you're only in, you know basically in control of certain amounts of your environment. So I, I tend to do it probably more than most. I, I do clean my phone like three to four times a day, <laughs> which does seem excessive, but, uh, but also like, you know, I want to make sure it's clean. I know how gross it can be and I get pretty sensitive about that particular kind of stuff, but I know I'm wired differently than most and I wasn't always this way. It was the having children that changed it for me, that turned me into somebody that wanted to have clean surfaces and clean spaces and clean things and clean toys for them to play with, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's what turned me into this monster that I am now and somebody that cleans my phone three to four times a day with a Clorox wipe and then uses a uh, another separate cloth in which to clean it after I'm done with that so that it gets as clean as possible. I know that I'm weird and different, but and I know I'm even I'm probably not doing it enough if we're being perfectly honest. I mean, if it's 10 times dirtier than the toilet seat, think about that. And Big J, you clean your toilet seat, you what, once every six months? That's what you say?
0: No, never. i uh, so yeah, it,
1: trying to let it build up. There you go. I mean, it's my got quite, quite the layer on it. So think about it, won't you? Uh, I'm sure you're doing fine. I'm sure you're doing a good job. But you probably don't know how gross your phone can actually get. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, we got your important stuff plus pop culture smackdown.
0: <laughs> the Morning After with Nick and Big J.
1: Big J, I won't try to hurt ourselves too much patting ourselves on the back, but both of us have been pretty honest about our mental health journeys over the last couple of years, agree or disagree. Yep. We've talked about our experiences in therapy and how we felt like it benefited both of us. In fact, today is my therapy day. I have therapy today. And uh, there was a story that uh, completely surprised me when I saw the results of it. Uh, According to a new survey, 93% of patients in therapy that were surveyed said that they at some point have lied to their therapist and uh that number is insane to me for lots of reasons uh number one it it seems counterproductive to lie to the person that number one is basically obligated to keep your secrets (laughs) and number two is trying to fix what's going on or at least attempting to but, uh, but apparently there's a lot of people that lie to their therapists. Now, when therapists were asked, hey, why do you think patients lie to you guys? And they had some pretty good answers. Number one is uh, a lot of those lies come early on in the relationship because you have these internal fears of the way that you're perceived by other people no matter what even when you know why you're there even though you've never met this person before for some reason you still want them to think of you maybe better than you actually are sure yeah that makes sense and so the lies begin and then slowly but surely trust starts to build up and then the truth can come out and then healing can begin But the other part is, the the other reason why that you may lie to the therapist is you're just flat out in denial of whatever it is that you're trying to go there to solve. Denial certainly is one of those things that could pop up. So it may not even be a purposeful lie. It's just something that you're not ready to admit yet or not prepared to wrap your head around yet. So clients may not be ready to be honest, but the good news is in the end, the relationship that you build between your therapist relies on trust and building a safe space. And when you can do that, You can be open and honest in your sessions and then you can really start to begin the work and the process of making yourself a better person or at least attempting to. But at the end of the day, remember, you're participating in therapy, uh, not just for your health, but also your mental well-being and to try to become better. So you're doing yourself a disservice if you're going in there and just going in there and telling tall tales about you and, you know, your big blue ox babe and how you travel across the country. I mean, that doesn't do you any good if you're just making up lies about yourself Or, or trying to play yourself, paint yourself as this hero you're looking for validation or whatever. I mean, but those are, I suppose, some things that could come out early in therapy, and I guess that kind of makes sense. But I was shocked to know how many people have lied. I'm like, I don't think any work would be done whatsoever if I just sat in there and spun tales about myself. That's no good.
0: Well, you know, a lot of people go to therapy aren't doing it necessarily to better themselves. They're being, uh, some people are ordered to go to therapy. Sure. Some people uh, have done bad things and have had to, had their arm, uh, you know, twisted to go to therapy. Some cops are just trying to get back on the job. Yeah, like Martin Riggs. <laughs> yeah, so rewrite. Or right. any trope of any TV show or movie with a cop and a therapist. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And so uh,
1: I suppose that is where if you don't want to be a part of it, if you're not actually there for your own good, you're being forced for whatever reason or otherwise to go there, then sure, the lies are going to happen. But it's still, that not 93% of people go to therapy are being forced to go there. That's, that's where the number was well, really, really high I for would me. debate that number. The uh, what are you talking I'm about? Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, the Houston Astros defeated the Philadelphia Phillies five to nothing last night in Game Four of the World Series. More than that, four Houston Astros pitchers combined to uh, put together a no-hitter last night. Only the second time in World Series history that a no-hitter was a part of a series. Christian Javier was your winning pitcher last night, but Brian Abreu, Rafael Montero, and Ryan Presley also involved in the no-hitter. This was coming off against the Phillies, blanking the Astros 7-0 in Game 3, so now we've got Game 5 tomorrow, also in Philadelphia. I look forward to, I guess, Philadelphia blanking the Astros is how this is going to go. Big J, Kyrie Irving, and the Brooklyn Nets have apologized, and each will donate $500,000 to anti-hate organizations and an apology for his social media post last week promoting an anti-Semitic movie and book. He said that he opposes all forms of hatred and oppression and stands strong with communities that are marginalized and impacted every day, and he did not want to put out that idea that he believes those things or anything like that, although it's what it seemed like in the post. Big J, do you accept his apology and his donation? No. No. You are now a Kyrie Irving hater.
0: I I didn't like I haven't liked him for a long 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 since long since the long flat time. earth thing. Yes.
1: Is that when things went downhill 6 years ago
0: when he yep. said the earth was flat? Uh big J, if you are an
1: Aubrey Plaza fan, I've got good news for you. She is joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Variety reports that uh, she is going to be joining Katherine Hahn for the upcoming WandaVision spin-off Agatha: Coven of Chaos that is set to happen at Disney Plus. This is the second of the WandaVision offs that are happening. Uh, Han, of course, reprising her role as Agatha Harkness, while details about Plaza's character are being kept quiet for now. Just know that she is coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that should make some people happy. I'm, I'm still interested to see what angle they're going to take on these further adventures of Agatha, and what's going to happen in this particular world, and what they're trying to put together. I believe at some point they're trying to get to, uh, you know, the the devil, the Marvel Cinematic Universe of the Devil, Mephesto. That's going to happen at some point. There are rumors that Sasha Baron Cohen has been cast as him, and whether he pops up in this one or something else Doctor Strange-oriented, who knows, but that could be the angle that they're going with in this side of things, but I don't know who Aubrey Plaza would be playing in that particular world, but uh, get ready. There's lots she, of stuff coming to Disney+. She Plus. makes a great witch. Uh, does she? She's very witchy. Uh, what's that movie that you watched that she was a witch in? That, uh, that it was her streaming dumbass. You watched something oh that it was her and uh, Allison Bree and uh, Kate Minucci were witches in. But I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, and neither do I. I'm not sure if you, I can't remember if you even liked it or not. Uh, you must have if you're saying she's a great witch. So it must be a good movie. This is a witchy woman. Morning After with Nick and Big J. I hate the Eagles, man.
0: <laughs> <Our> culture SmackDown. <laughs> the morning after with Nick and Big J. And one week from today, Machine Head going to be spending an evening with you at the Rev Center. We've got your tickets here. We can get those to you. You just need to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. Our number is 208-287-1003. Would
1: you like to see Rob and Machine Head next Thursday? That's cool. We'd like to give you tickets, but you have to defeat Big J in order to claim them. Today, Big J. National Sandwich Day. That's what we're going to focus on a little Ooh, bit for Pop Culture Smackdown. I hope you're prepared, ready? Yeah, me too. And for that, we will see... Hello, The X. Oh, no. Somebody's not prepared. Watch Can't out. handle a sandwich. Hello, The X. Hey. Hey, man. What's your name? Chad. All right, Chad. You're up first. Chad, which U.S. city is famous for inventing the cheese steak sandwich? Philadelphia. That is correct. Right. Big J, Elvis Presley added two ingredients to peanut butter to make his favorite sandwich. Oh, thank you very much. What were those two ingredients? I'm uh, to we'll say banana. Yep. Right. And bacon. That is correct. Right. Very good job, Big J. I have a David Schwimmer question left over from yesterday, so it's going to go to you, sir. Yeah! Jack, what animal did David Schwimmer voice in the Madagascar no. series of cartoons? Jesus. Raccoon, a giraffe, or a spider? giraffe that is correct right big j nice work. what well-known tourist destinations what was once known as the
0: sandwich islands <laughs> oh boy um the sandwich islands oh my God. i'm gonna go with the virgin islands the virgin islands is a good guess but that's incorrect <sighs> i don't think no. they have any sandwiches there i'm Maybe sorry jerk sandwiches chad do you
1: happen to know the answer I have no idea. Uh, what if I said, uh, Big J, you would watch a show called Sandwich Islands 5 Would that help? Oh, Hawaii? Hawaii was what once known the, as sandwich, the sandwich, islands? sandwich Islands before it was a state. Why? Congratulations. I don't know. Maybe somebody from the Earl of Sandwich lived there. I'm not sure. But I do know it was called the Sandwich Islands congratulations man you got yourself all set up with tickets to go check out machine head at the rev center next thursday hold on one second dude we'll get some information from you make sure you're all good to go there it's the morning after with nick and big j and we got your headlines they're happening next on the x rocks
2: stupid stuff it's time for headlines on the morning after with nick and big j
1: Headlines brought to you by Bogus Basin and Ski Education Foundation. Join the X this Saturday, 10 o'clock in the morning until noon at Expo Idaho. For the event, Idaho skiers and snowboarders look forward to every single year. Talking about the ski swap at Expo Idaho. Go check out details at bbsef.org or join Big J and the X out there this Saturday, 10 a.m. to noon. But reminder, it goes on at Expo Idaho all weekend long. The ski swap is this weekend. Do you even swap your skis, bro?
0: No, I don't ski anymore.
1: Damn shame. That's what you're telling me. Watch me like Joe Pesci or the staircase. Watch me. A Philadelphia man is inviting spectators to watch him eat his 40th rotisserie chicken in as many days, my friend. <laughs> Flyers in the Philly area has directed anybody who wants to watch to go to, quote, that abandoned pier near Walmart on November 6th. Chicken lover Alexander Tominsky, who goes by Alex Torn on Twitter has documented his poultry eating journey in photos for quite some time with usually a very serious, unsmiling face. And he says, quote, It felt kind of selfish to keep it all to myself, so I figured I might as well share it with the city. He hopes viewers will come and just silently observe the consumption of his 40th full rotisserie chicken in as many days. That's a lot of chicken, Big J. Yeah, that's a lot of rotisserie chicken.
0: You a fan of rotisserie chicken, like store-bought kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. Yep. I just actually uh, used the rotisserie chicken uh, and some chicken noodle soup I made the other <laughs> night.
1: Very nice, dude. Could you imagine eating that 40 days in a row? Probably, yeah would you no would you do it? S- unsmiling with a serious face yes and then invite people to watch you into some abandoned I'm pier
0: very se- yes please come watch me eat dinner
1: <laughs> watch me eat in an abandoned pier uh, obviously this is kind of like a joke but people are probably going to take it seriously and actually show up like joe pesci or the staircase uh like joe pesci there's only one way to get into stanford university big j hard work excellent grades will make that happen although apparently there is one additional way nobody thought of the university's public safety department says a man pretended to be a stanford student and lived on campus for at least 10 months the department first learned about him in december of 2021 when he was found living in a dorm he was cited for trespassing but he never ended up leaving the campus he just continued to move around from dorm to dorm and somehow made friends with students who helped him out Campus police were aware he was still on campus, but were never able to locate him until last Thursday when they found him living in the basement of a dorm. He was cited again and then removed from campus. university said it's reviewing its procedures to make sure no non-students are available to live on campus. But not only that, he was attending some classes and some lectures as well. Just kind of going in and sitting down and just educating himself as he was doing it. And probably saving him hundreds of thousands of dollars in the process. Big J, for bonus points, what was that Joe Pesci movie where he did that
0: in Harvard? Uh, I'm going to go with, oh man. It's a mini pop culture SmackDown. Let's go. I I know, I know. It's. uh... He's all bearded and homeless? Oh, no, now I don't remember. Huh? Now I don't remember. He's bearded and homeless? Yeah, you remember? Moira Kelly's in it?
1: That's disappointing, Big J. Wrong. Four Honors is the movie that we're
0: looking for. Right. Four Honors.
1: Wrap it up with The Staircase. Uh, If you watch The Staircase at all on HBO Max or even the uh, actual documentary that it was based on on Netflix, you know the story that I'm about to tell you. But it revolves around a uh, gentleman that is accused of murdering his wife, and he blames it on an owl, Big J. But maybe, just maybe, he's not as crazy as we all thought after watching the documentary because owl attacks are becoming more and more common among human beings here in the United States of America. And it's happening to people that are out early or are up late out running apparently when you're out running on like a trail or something like that these owls get very protective and they start swooping at you get aggressive next thing you know a bunch of things are attacking you in the middle of the night and you don't know what's happening as a matter of fact the uh, city of tacoma in washington has had to put up warning signs in parks because owl attacks are happening so frequently Apparently, owls are very territorial and can be aggressive when they're trying to protect their eggs. And if you come walking by and you don't pay attention to their shrieks because, you know, you got your headphones in or whatever, they will swoop at your ass. So watch out. Plus, if there's other wildlife in the area that they're also hunting and it's dark outside, you could be caught in the crossfire of that as well. Wearing a hat, walking in different areas could help prevent injuries from owl attacks. But no guarantees, pal. If they're coming for you, you better watch out. So now we got to watch out for snakes. We got to watch out for robots. Now we got to watch out for owls. You understand? Yeah. Especially with our hours, you I guess. It. Watch out for everything. Yeah. Watch, keep your head on a swivel. We say it all the time, but we're not messing around. Morning after with Nicky Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J, and it is that time of year we always talk about something that kind of kicks off something very important here in the Treasure Valley, and it's coming up this weekend. We're talking about Toys for Tots and the annual Poker Run and Ride that kicks it off, and we have Dino in studio with us to talk exactly about that. Good morning, man. How are you?
2: I'm doing good. Thanks for having me down. I appreciate it.
1: Always happy to get the word out about this particular event, which is year number 13 for you guys, which is pretty crazy, right?
2: The lucky 13,
1: we call it, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: surprised you just can skip it and go right to 14. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but it's a very big event. It really is the uh, official, unofficial kickoff of Toys for Tots season here. As you guys are very well versed with the Marine Corps and helping them out and kind of getting things kickstarted to make the the hill that they have to climb every year of these amount of toys that they have to collect not as
2: big. Correct? Sure. We're the kickoff officially this weekend. Uh, our event down at High Desert Harley Davidson kicks off the whole. Uh, toys for Tots season, pretty much. That goes right up until the 15th as far as toy distributions are concerned at Gowanfield. So, yeah, a lot happens within a six-week time frame with this program. It's really impressive.
0: Yeah, and I mean, uh, listen, the, the growth here in the Valley it means uh, that you're going to have more toys that we need to collect and uh, it just uh, makes it a bigger challenge for our Marines here in the Treasure Valley. And like I say every year, the earlier we can get these toys into their hands to distribute them, the better it is for them and their families because they're doing this all volunteer. I mean, this is something that they have to take outside of their regular time to be able to do this to help. And it's just something that is what the Marines do and they do it and they don't complain about it. But, but for me as somebody who is the son of a Marine and just it's, it's very important Important to me that these guys get a chance to spend their holidays with their families as well. Let's get those toys out of the way
2: early. Absolutely. They're, they were telling me last year they did thirteen thousand five hundred oh, kids. Man. And the demand's up this year. The economy, you can imagine, there's going to be a lot more requests. So that means we have to work harder, and we'll do that. As Marines, we go out and do what what we need to to get the job done, and that's part of us supporting the whole thing at Gallonfield with Toys for Tots is. Making sure every kid gets a Christmas—it's huge.
1: And uh, to your credit, this event has gotten larger and larger every single year. I mean, it's pretty amazing to see the group of people that you have out at High Desert Harley that's getting ready to go on this run. And you head out to Queens and you have yourself a good old time. And it's great; it's for a fantastic cause. And the one thing that I enjoy about it, as I've seen, is you know, yes, there's tons of motorcycles, but it's a family event, man. The kids are out; everybody's out there. Sometimes there's cars that go out on the ride. It's—it's it's a real lot of fun. It's a whole family affair, which is a great job. For you guys,
2: absolutely. Uh, just as you stated, it's not about motorcycles, it's about community. So, we're having a silent auction down at Quinn's that goes from noon to four on Sunday. Come down and check it out. Uh, we'll be in the back of Quinn's where the pool room is set up. Mm-hmm. That's all fully auction Silent auction, you can come in and place a bid on items. 100% of what we raise goes to Toys for Tots. And that money stays in the Treasure Valley. It doesn't go anywhere else. Exactly.
0: And, you know, the silent auction is great. Some, always some great things out there for people to grab. And, and we're just talking about this. There's a new unit here in uh, in Boise out of Gowan Field. So you're going to have a light uh, armored uh, reconnaissance vehicle out there, too, which is Yes, we cool. are.
2: We're super excited about that. We just got the LAVs moved up here from uh, Riverton right outside of Salt Lake. So they're officially drilling out at Gowan Field now. And they're going to have that vehicle on display down at High Desert for the opening ceremony on Sunday, which is cool. A chance to officially welcome them to our community, but come out and see what the the Marines with uh, 4th LAR are actually doing. It's a pretty cool vehicle to have on display, for sure. it is We're excited about it.
1: Well, we want to get people out there. We want people to register. We want people to bring some toys by. So, Dino, let's give them the information. If people want to get in on the ride and have some fun, on what do they need to do?
2: So, our registration opens at 9 a.m. at High Desert, and it runs from 9 to 11. We have a shotgun start that leaves at High Desert at 11 o'clock, so you can come out and register. Even if you want to come out and drop a toy off in that time frame, that's perfect. We'll... We'll take that toy. The Marines are going to be on site collecting toys. And then the ride just goes around the Treasure Valley for us motorcycle enthusiasts. It's going to be locally around uh, Boise Meridian area and end up at Quinn's, as I stated earlier, from noon to 4. So if you can't make high desert uh, Sunday morning, come down to Quinn's because we'll be there from noon to 4. And uh, that vehicle is going to be leaving high desert and going to Quinn, so it'll be down there later in the afternoon for you to come check out in Boise, too, if you can't get out to high desert.
1: That's awesome. And uh, you're obviously collecting toys as well. You want people to bring uh, new and unwrapped toys to uh, to actually help out the kids. And there's a little bit of a discount if they take part in the ride and they bring a toy, right?
2: Absolutely. Registration, if they bring a toy, we give them a discount. They, everybody who registers gets a, a poker chip. And we're giving away an an iPad. It's like a $500 item. We're just going to draw it at Quinn's and give it away, which is pretty cool. And that was donated from one of my uh, brothers that I served with in the Marine Corps. He donates that every year, which is awesome. awesome.
1: That is really, really cool. Cool. And it goes to a great cause. It kicks off Toys for Tots here in the Treasure Valley. Uh, They've been doing it for 13 years, and they're not messing around. If people want more information, what's the best place they can go for that, Dino?
2: They can call me directly at 208-867-9105 or if you want to go on facebook you could go to annual toys for tots dash boise toys for tots ride dash boise and that's our facebook page um, everything's pretty much distributed through that media wise um, i was talking to big jay yesterday about that he's seen a post that that we put on there so that's how we get information out to you and at the website www.tft ride.com check it out
1: go out there on sunday support toys for tots and let's kick this thing off right so we can get a bunch of toys collected this weekend dino thank you for everything you do thank you for your service and we appreciate you coming in here yeah
2: i appreciate you guys having me on every year this is super thank you you bet thanks man bad
0: impressions
2: so far i'm not impressed
0: on the morning after with nick and big J. And Bad Impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore, Treasure Valley, Subaru. We got tickets to lounge at the end of the universe. Uh, They always have something going on, as we like to say. You can check out the events page at loungeboise.com. We'll have them in tomorrow, hopefully, to talk about what's going on this weekend. But you can use those anytime, VIP style. You just need to figure out who we're talking about this morning with Bad Impressions. Be
1: treated like the king or queen that you are. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play a little game called Bad Impressions, which works like this. Big J has worked hard to put together three clues around somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, then by God, we are sending you to the lounge at the end of the universe with VIP passes. Big J, any guesses as to how long it'll take today?
0: Um, Let's go with two.
1: All right. Two. And C, your goal is to get in less than two to prove him wrong. Hello, the X. Son of a. Yeah, see. Uh, does that kind of technically count? Yes. Hello, the X. Hey,
0: what's going on? Good morning, man. You're up first. Good luck to you. Yeah, and uh, hey, this is a, an institution. I'm going to call it an institution, Nick. An institution. Yeah, yeah. You'll understand when you hear the clues, okay? Uh, here we go. Uh, we just threw up. We just threw down one of the biggest bumper stickers ever. <laughs>
1: i'll go to
0: the next one once upon a time our tagline was idaho's concert authority
1: Ooh,
0: um next one well I, I see that's where i thought the second one would have got everybody nick oh, we've been giving you the chance to win one thousand dollars a day with inflation retaliation oh the x there you go oh you're impersonating <laughs> the x yeah man isn't that a crime No, it's an institution. Congratulations, man. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those. would be then a crime every day that I've been committing. (laughs) Well, you're not really impersonating. How many, over 15 years, how many (laughs) counts of fraud is that? A lot. A lot. Uh, hang on one second, man. We'll hook you up with those Lounge <laughs> VIP
1: tickets. Uh, why is the X in the news?
0: Yeah, uh, if you saw the socials yesterday, you, man, maybe you've been uh, around town, you've seen that some of the tra- Treasure Valley Transit buses have got uh, a big, huge 100.3VX logo on the back of those buses, uh, which is really cool, man. That's the first time we've ever had that happen for us. Yeah, we've
1: never had buses before, and there are a couple of them rolling around the Treasure Valley. Uh, thank you to Valley Regional Transit for uh, that hook hook up they were very nice to us we've had dave in a couple of times but yeah. uh, we, that started a partnership and they're like hey why don't we throw some stuff in the back of their buses we're like yeah, yeah yeah let's do it and so it is nice to see them rolling around town they sent us pictures of them in the parking lot after the the wrap was put on yesterday and they look sexy man looks good yeah so
0: if you see that honk incessantly <laughs>
1: yeah so that nobody knows get out of not. the way but go on get but uh, it is cool to see, and uh, hey, listen, if you want to send us pictures and you see them out in the wild like they, people have done with the billboards, they've been nice enough to do yeah. that because we've never had those before either. So, yeah, we're desperate. All, all of this stuff is very, very new to us uh, having this kind of attention, but uh, boy, uh, we'll take it. Agree or disagree, Big Jay. Oh, man, absolutely. There's your bad impressions. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We're going to wrap up the show here next on the x Rocks. <laughs> That is Ghost, that is Spillways here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And of course, we are doing inflation retaliation as we get ready to wrap up the show here. We need to identify our winner and make somebody's day, at least we hope. Yes, Mike. Mike. good morning, man. How are you? This is Nick and Big J from 100.3 The X.
2: How's it going, brother? I've been waiting for you to call me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go, entitled
0: much cheese.
1: <laughs> I like the positive yeah. attitude, Mike. I'm guessing you know what this is about then, yes? I'm
0: Oh, sorry. I'm
1: praying what it is about.
0: <laughs> yep. You uh, you, we pulled your name for a thousand dollars on the text inflation <laughs> retaliation contest, brother.
1: Woo-hoo! Yeah, baby. That is what we like to hear. Congratulations, Mike. It sounds like you were looking forward to this cash. Yes. Yes, I am. I actually had a buddy because I I am a carpenter. I'm out in the field, so he's been feeding me the answers. Well, so I got to share the pot with him. <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream great, work sometimes, great. You're Mike. Cheating. Uh, Thanks, Mike. I'm telling you. Uh, I am happy that you can split it two ways and you can make that happen. And I'm sure your friend will be. Ju- you want to give him a shout out, at least his name anyway, to let him know it's a little bit of help? Oh, yeah, my, my big buddy, Willie. There you go. Uh, congratulations to the two of you then as you're splitting the pot this morning. Any idea what you're going to do with your half of the, the money?
2: Uh, you know what? I really don't. I usually don't really anything but i'll probably buy something fun
1: i like that i like that you should spoil yourself very good man uh congratulations mike you definitely have a thousand dollars coming your way all right (laughs) o-m-g that is so awesome you guys yeah, I listen
2: to you every day. I love
1: it. We appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate everybody playing along. And hopefully you could be like Mike, today's $1,000 winner and win yourself a $1,000 when we do another drawing tomorrow from today's code words, which you need to keep listening for with inflation retaliation. They're coming your way at eleven, 1, 3, and 5. And thank you as well to Dino from the, uh, the big poker ride and run that's happening this weekend for Toys for Tots Sunday out at High Desert Harley for coming in and educating the Treasure Valley about that. That leaves you with the floor, Big J.
0: Yeah, guess what? Uh, Nick, you're wrong. It's r- rare that it happens, but uh, no, good not. news for those of us who uh, might want to see Spirited, the the silly musical comedy uh, starring Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. You don't have to have Apple, pal. It comes out in thea- theaters on November 11th.
1: Oh, okay. So it's so. going to have a, a kind of limited theatrical run yeah, and yeah. available streaming same day, like a peacock kind no, of no, thing. No, no, no. It's
0: with- a week before.
1: Oh, it's released. No, it's on no. 7th is when it gets no. on Apple Plus, I November thought. November 18th. That comes out on Apple oh, Plus. Weird. November I just,
0: 11th. That will be in the theater
1: I was just on Apple Plus yesterday and I saw the the seventh, which is strange. Maybe they have it wrong on there, or they were telling me the theatrical date for whatever reason. But uh, it is available for you to check out in theaters, which I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that means that's what you're saying you're going to do. No. Oh. Then why did you bring? Uh, it? Okay. Oh, just because you wanted to say I was wrong. Yeah. Morning yeah, after with Nick and Big J. There's your show. We're going to see you guys tomorrow. Jason Drew is coming up next. You guys have a good one. It's the X Rocks. This- oh!